Hello team, welcome to the Strong, Healthy, Happy podcast. The podcast that teaches you how to build a strong, healthy, happy body with an anti-diet culture and mental health approach. I'm Liz Campbell, owner and trainer at M12 Fitness. Let's get on with today's episode so you can start building a strong, healthy, happy body. Hello, welcome to today's episode. We are going to talk today about how to start working out at home. Um, I'm actually kind of shocked it's taken me this long to put out this episode, considering home workouts is what I do. It's my jam. So if you want to start working out at home and need the accountability to do so, I would love to have you join us in the M12 Fitness Home Workout Community, which you can find on my website at m12fitness.com slash store. There are a million reasons you might want to start working out at home. Maybe you don't have a lot of time during the day. Maybe you don't have access to a workout space like a gym. Maybe it's really inconvenient for you to get to a space like that. Whatever your reasoning for wanting to work out at home, your reason is valid and you don't need a huge gym setup in order to reach your fitness goals, especially if you are just starting out. So that being said, let's first start with how much room you might need in order to start working out at home. So the answer to that is not much. Um, I use a standard yoga mat, which is 71 inches long, which is a little over six feet. It's really not a lot of space. A small room or a small spot in a slightly bigger room will work in order for you to work out at home. A lot of home workout programs know that you may not have room to do things like sprints in your own house. Um, if Unless you have the room, yeah, great, good for you. But a lot of them accommodate that by using a small amount of space. So speaking of my yoga mat, let's get into the equipment side of working out at home. This will all depend on your fitness level, but starting out, you don't need a lot, if any, equipment at all. So going back, let's talk about that yoga mat here for a second. The reason I use a yoga mat is because in the room where I record the home workouts, we have hardwood floors. If I didn't have hardwood floors and had carpet instead, I probably wouldn't use my yoga mat. So that already eliminates one thing you think you might need in order to start working out at home. You don't need this thing if you have a comfortable space to start working out in. When it comes to weights, if you have a weight set, yeah, that's great. If not, you can use things around your house like soup cans, water bottles. Um, I've seen a client use wine bottles because that's all she had around at the time. That's what she had. That was handy. If you do want to go the equipment route, a good weight set that has a variety of weight sizes will set you up for a great workout. Um, Another piece of equipment that I don't think I give enough credit to is the stretch band. Um, You might have seen stretch bands before. Basically what they are is they're a stretchy elastic band with handles on either side. These are really handy because these can be used to replace dumbbells and I'll even go as far to say barbells too. You can do things like deadlifts and uh, chest press with stretch bands. They come in a variety of strengths too, so you can work your way up to feeling nice and strong. Another bonus for them is they're really light and they don't take up a lot of space. So if you want to take them traveling with you, you can. My husband and I have a slightly heavier stretch band that we take with us whenever we go on some sort of trip. 
Shout out to the stretch band. Uh, I do want to say it is kind of the real MVP when it comes to working out at home, just because it is light and really doesn't take up a lot of space. If you have loop stretch bands, you might see these being advertised being called peach bands in the past um, because they are supposed to help you work your glutes. These are a good option to have as well if you want to increase the intensity of certain leg exercises like squats or glute bridges. Another piece of equipment that you can really do no wrong with is ankle or wrist weights. Why? You might be having flashbacks to like your mom's workout videos, but these can give you a little bit more intensity you may be looking for, especially if you're in between weights for certain exercises or haven't upgraded your weight set and need things to be just a little bit heavier. So instead of getting weights that are heavier, let's now talk about how to make your workout either easier or harder so you can adapt to your changing strength as you go. Um, I get a bit more in depth about this in episode six of the podcast, which is called How to Modify Your Workout, if you want to check out that episode as well. So before we start talking about this, though, I want to tell you to make sure you've mastered the foundational exercise before making any modifications to make your workout more intense. If the move you're doing feels hard, it's going to feel even harder (laughs) and possibly lead to injury if you dive in uh, with modifications that are going to make it more intense. Please always take your time when working with weights. So I am going to start first with talking about adding that more weight. Adding heavier weight, of course, is going to make something harder. If you find you can bang out 20 reps of something easily at a certain weight, it's time to move up. Adding more weight is going to increase your intensity and get you better results. Another way to modify your workout to make it easier or harder is to change the surface that you're standing on. This is because your stabilizer muscles have to work harder to keep you in place. Standing on a hard concrete or wood floor is going to be easier than standing on something uh, that's softer like carpet, granted only marginally because the floor still is flat. Um, If you want to make your workouts nice and tough, you can progress to things like rocker boards, which rock you back and forth, BOSU balls, which rock you in all four planes of motion, Or if you're really far along, and I mean like really far along with your progression, you can use an exercise ball. So story time. My husband used to work for Alpine Canada, so the national ski teams. And I've seen videos of the workouts of these athletes. And basically one of the drills that these skiers were doing is they were jumping from one surface onto an exercise ball And they had to balance on this exercise ball for a certain amount of time before they were allowed to step off. Can you imagine jumping feet first onto an exercise ball? I can just, I'm having visions of how hard I'm just smacking my head on the floor, just thinking about it. So changing the surface that you're standing on is going to make your uh, workout easier or harder. The stance in which you do a workout too is going to make it tougher. Standing with your feet Parallel, which is also called an A-frame, this is the one you start doing a squat with, is the easiest stance. Working our way up in progressions, we have something called stride position, which is when one foot is behind you, then further progressed from there is single leg movements where you're standing on, you probably guessed it, one of your legs at a time. Another variable is something called lever length. This is described as the distance from a fixed point to where the force is applied. 
In simple terms, the farther away a weight is from your body, the tougher it is going to be to lift it. For example, let's take a look at a chest press versus a chest fly. In a chest press, um, I know I can't visually show you, so I'll try to explain. You're laying on your back with your elbows bent towards the ceiling and you're pushing your weights up. With a chest fly, you're on your back with your arms straight out and again, you're pushing your weights up towards the ceiling. The fact that your arms are straight during your chest fly is going to make that movement harder than the chest press where you have your elbows bent. Okay, so that lever length is shorter after you have your elbows bent. Um, another example of this is doing push-ups or planks. Push-ups from your knees are easier than doing push-ups from your feet because the distance from your knees to your upper body is shorter. It also works if you're doing push-ups against a wall as opposed to doing them from the floor because the distance from your feet to the wall will be shorter than the distance from your feet to your upper body when you're on the floor. The speed of your exercises will also dictate how easy or tough they are. Some exercises are easier when they're fast, others are tougher when they're faster, and vice versa. Some are easier when they're slower, others are tougher. This is something you can play around with to really feel that burn. And the last thing I want to talk to you about today is actually getting started because being at home has a lot of distractions. There's always something you can be doing at home. So the first piece of advice I'm going to give you is to do something called habit stacking. So I want you to think of something you already do every day. Maybe it's brushing your teeth. Bad example, I hope you brush your teeth every day. Maybe it's taking your vitamins. Uh, maybe it's driving your kids to school or daycare. Whatever it is, I recommend you try to stack your workout around that thing. I also want you to get really specific about where and when you're going to do your workout. Find a time and a place during the day that works for you. That takes all of the guesswork out of getting your workout done. So taking these two things, putting them together, sounds a little something like this. When I wake up, I'm going to brush my teeth. After I brush my teeth, I'm going to change into my workout clothes. After I change into my workout clothes, I'm going to do my home workout on the basement rug at 9.05 a.m. See what I mean? So you've stacked it around something you already do, and now you have made a solid plan to start your workout so your brain doesn't have any more questions. Have you ever walked into somewhere not having a plan? How easily do you bail on that plan, right? That's one thing I love about getting really specific when it comes to workouts, because otherwise my brain would just find an excuse to not do it. Being clear like that sets you up to just get it done. Another thing I want to talk about when it comes to getting started is your energy levels. I don't know about you, but I don't have a ton of energy in the morning, but you might. Or on the flip side, you might be a night owl like me. Listen to your body and pick a time of day that works for you. That's another beautiful thing of a lot of home workout programs, including the home workout community. You can do the workout on your own time. Speaking of energy, don't burn yourself out by doing the whole workout. If you only have the energy or time for 5, 10, or 15 minutes, then do that. You'll be getting a workout in, and you may be surprised that you actually had a bit more energy or time than you thought, and you are able to continue. 
Thank you for listening to today's episode. I really hope this was helpful. If working out at home is something you'd like to explore, I would love to have you join the Home Workout Community team. You can get more information and start your free five-day trial by visiting m12fitness.com slash store and clicking on the Home Workout Community. That's our episode. Thanks so much for your time, team. I always appreciate you being here. If you enjoyed today's episode, I invite you to like, share, subscribe, and I would truly appreciate a review if you feel so inclined to leave one. Check out what M12 Fitness is all about and what we offer at m12fitness.com. That's m12fitness.com. And find us on Facebook and Instagram at m12fitnessliz. Thanks again so much for being part of the team, and I'll be back with more soon.